Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Coco and Dolls. We're real people bringing you real reviews of all the latest movies and series streaming on Netflix, Disney Plus, and Amazon Prime. I'm not Dolls. And I'm not Coco. That was loud. I'm not Coco. And today, we actually do have an Amazon Prime movie for you. Normally, we fall back on Netflix because we're lazy, but something was just released a few days ago that's generating all sorts of buzz, and we said we need to review this, even though it's not on Netflix. It's Borat, subsequent movie film. And so let me just weigh in with the official title of this, Coco. (laughs) Which is is about 27 words long. Are you ready for this? It's I have to read it, so I'm leaning over the computer. Borat, cultural learnings for America... No. Cultural learnings... That's the original movie from like 2004. You're right. So <laughs> Borat's subsequent movie film, Deliver, Delivery of Prodigious Bride to American <laughs> Regime for Make Benefit Once Glorious Nation of Kazakhstan. Is it bride or bribe? No, it's bribe. Did I say bride? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think we should do this over again. Doss has had only two beers tonight. I had two beers, but I had nothing to eat today. So this is the pandemic diet. So Daltz has turned into me. Daltz is always telling me I need to eat more and how the tables have turned. So here's the thing, listener, is I did absolutely nothing today waiting for Coco to come home so we could could watch this movie that neither one of us wanted to watch. (laughs) Totally. And I'm sitting in my PJs all day long and it was a miserable day and I just thought, you know what? I'm going to mail it in today. Today's mail it in Monday. Every day should be mail it in day. So PJs and I just totally messed up the intro and the director has already left the building. So let's just shorthand it to Borat subsequent movie film. Let, please, let's do. What's the, what's this about, Dalt? Okay, so <laughs> this is a sequel to the original Borat movie, unless you uh, didn't know that, uh, which was uh, released in 2006, I believe. And it was a story of a man from Kazakhstan played by Sasha Baron Cohen, who uh, played a journalist from Kazakhstan coming to the United States to document the life and politics of the United States. And uh, so he is back, and he's trying to uh, save his life back in Kazakhstan. And by doing uh, a certain task, he will save his life. So he wants to offer up his daughter so i thought bride was actually the name in the title it would make sense right but you know i i remember seeing it on the tv and i was like wait did i just completely misread that was it actually bride because bride does make sense in the context of the film so i corrected it by my mistake so um it works either way it works either way thank you for being your usual uh generous self but so he comes back to the united states and this was filmed uh so both both uh, pre-pandemic and during the pandemic. So there are some pandemic elements to it. Uh, the film was originally intended to be released in the theater. Uh, that was the idea. And then uh, Amazon Prime bought it and released it instead. So it involves a lot of shenanigans. Um, Borat brings his daughter over, or she comes over. She stows away in a package in a, in a box that he was had shipped over separately. Um, and then they try essentially to uh, undermine American society as they did in the previous one by offering first offering up Borat's daughter to Mike Pence at a rally and then trying to do some shenanigans famously with Rudy Giuliani that pretty much sums it up and I think I just described the whole movie so it's a comedy 
and it's a mockumentary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what did you think of it, Coco? So, yeah, adults mentioned that neither one of us really wanted to watch it. I never saw the first Borat. Mm-hmm. I don't believe I need to see the first Borat no. to know what's going on in this one. Um, having not seen it, I think that's probably the case. So if you haven't seen the first one, you can definitely watch this one. Maybe there's some little inside jokes or something you might not get, but I think it works as a standalone movie. Yeah. There were definitely some solid laughs. I was surprised by that because... Oh, yeah? I thought it was just probably going to be stupid. And, (laughs) you know, I told Daltz before the movie started, if I want to see Americans acting like idiots, I can just leave my house any day of the week. I don't need to see it enshrined on television. With your mask on. Right. So, but it was, yeah, there were definitely some solid laughs. I, there were a lot, there were two moments where I was just like, oh God, make this stop, make this stop. Right. That that were really cringy, but... For the most part, I thought it was pretty funny. And then, you know, there were some times when I was just like, I can't believe that there's people on like the <laughs> Texas state capitol grounds just singing along to gas them up like the Germans did and chop them up like the Saudis did. Yeah. I'm like, wow. And they were going, they weren't just going along with it to be polite because they didn't want to cause a scene because it would be awkward if they were like, hey, that's not cool. Like, no, they were really. Really into chopping people up like the Saudis yeah, did. And they I was were enthusiastic. Like, what? Yeah. So it's really kind of hard to believe that there are people out there like that. So the best parts of the original Borat, and the same with this Borat, is the or are the instances where people are their own comedy. So you just let people be themselves, and it's hilarious. Like the QAnon guys uh, looking things up on the computer in this one. And some of the people, like the debutante ball and stuff like that, like there's all sorts of scenes where it's the shenanigans reveal the the true character of the people that are around them. It's the, almost like a you know a prism or a set of glasses to look through. There were some scenes though where, like the debutante ball, especially, I was like, are those just actors? Oh, they and, weren't actors. And like they know that they're supposed to be in a debutante ball scene they just don't know exactly what's going to happen so that's why when borat's daughter lifted up her dress and the menstrual blood is just like running down her thighs and everybody is like what like that's not something you would generally see at a debutante ball having not been to one myself i was going to say how many debutante balls have you been right so there were some scenes where i was like it really felt like it was just they had the idea for the scene, and so they went and they got actors, but they didn't tell the actors the specifics of the scene. Wow. Just, you're going to be at a debutante ball. That's what it felt like to me. I, I don't think that's what happened. I think it was legit, because those people seemed like they were embarrassed. They seemed like they were real-life embarrassed. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I would be embarrassed, too, I, if that I happened. Mean, but, uh, I mean, as I said to Coco during our viewing of this film, is like, do they still have debutante balls? <laughs> is that still a thing? Like, that in itself, to me, was comedy. I know somebody who was in a debutante ball in like the 70s or 80s. Really? Yeah. So what is a debutante ball? Oh, I don't know. I didn't ask her. I was, she, she's like a lesbian. <laughs> and, but that's not and a... now, but I was just like, wow, she's like, she's like a very alternative lifestyle person. And, and I'm like. debutante ball is not that. Right. right? Exactly. Yeah. So I was like, really? You, I've never you been to one. You were a debutante? And she was like, yeah. I, so what is a debutante? Just, you know, somebody whose parents are rich and they present them to. What my uh, 
great grandma on my mom's side was a debutante, actually. Wow. See, this is, I can't relate to this at all. And then, like, a poor farmer knocked her up and she was resentful for the rest of her life because oh. she didn't get to marry a rich guy. Oh. That's a different story, though, for a different podcast. Wow. That's a, yeah, I was going to say that might be a bestseller, that one. <laughs> now you know why that side of my family is highly dysfunctional. <laughs> Everybody's got their dysfunctional side of the family. Right. And so it depends getting... on who's listening to this podcast <laughs> as to who it is on my side of the family. So, getting back to Borat. Are you getting back to Borat. So, uh, funny hijinks. I think it's like a, you know, like a candid camera. If anybody remembers that, it's or like uh, you know the uh, what was the one with uh, Ashton Kutcher? Oh, punked. Punked. You know, it's got that sort of vibe to it. And I was never really a big fan of that kind of like let's make fun of people and they don't really know it and you know laughing at other people's expense. I think that that kind of humor has never really been a big. You know, slipping on the banana peel and everybody laughing at it. Like, that's never really been something that I thought was funny. Um, but uh, again, I, I think that this this time where we are in uh, history and our society, I think this is a perfect kind of movie. It's just, let's make fun of people and let's have a good laugh. We, we need comedies. We haven't done a lot of comedies on this show, on the podcast. Right, because we're always... Doing like Chris Hemsworth, like getting hit or, by eighty-seven cars, right? And, or true crime, or something right. like that. And and the reason we we haven't is because there aren't a lot of good comedies out there. We right. watched one actually, Lovebirds, that I thought was really funny that yeah. we probably should do a podcast on. But there are few and far between the good comedies. So that was one of the reasons we did this one. And I think it's fine. I think it's a good. It's it's an hour and a half long. Right. It's not like a docu series or it's not eight parts or anything like that. You can sit down and you can laugh. And there's some inappropriate things if you're watching it with your mom or your daughters or whatever. But <laughs> Oh, my God. I can't imagine watching it with your mom. <laughs> <laughs> Neither can I. Uh, but other than that, I mean, it's a, it's a pretty funny it's – a it's a light lift. I mean, there, if, if you're of a certain political leaning, and you probably aren't if you're listening to the, this podcast, but if you're a certain political leaning, you might get offended and get upset about it. But well, maybe, otherwise, I think it's pretty funny. Maybe not because – there was that famous study about how conservatives didn't realize that Colbert was actually mocking them. <laughs> so this might be the same thing where they don't realize that mm. standing in public and saying gas them up like the Germans do uh. is not a thing that you should be doing or thinking. Right. And there's a couple and there's a scene where he comes in, Borat comes in as the, dressed as the Jewish guy into the synagogue and that was just like he's dressed with like the devil and he's got the long nose and he's got the puppet that's got the media on on the end of the strings <laughs> and, and it's like just completely the stereotype. <laughs> right. And I'm like, "Oh man, like that maybe in 2006, but now you just like, oh, that's just a cringe well, and that's another one, too. I was like, those two sweet old ladies yes. in the synagogue, and they're just like, oh, look at my nose. Is, is yeah. my nose big like yours? You don't need to and, be afraid of me. Right. So that was another scene where I was like, is this a setup? Yeah. Like, did they go hire two nice old, like, Jewish grandmas? <laughs> sit to, in the synagogue, because there was nobody else there. And then they were like, do you want something to eat? Yeah. So then they're all just, like, sitting in... Like matzo balls or yeah, something like that. Yeah, totally. So... I, uh, I had to say that the daughter, who is played by uh, Maria Bakalova, I thought she was great. Yeah, she was really uh, She good. was like the... I've read a couple of reviews in preparation for this uh, podcast and our what? show. Yes, I you know. prepared? Well, I was sitting around on my PJs all day, so I had to do something on my phone. And... Um, <laughs> Pornhub. Other than look at porn. I knew you were going to go there. <laughs> Borat went there. I knew so. you were going to go there. And... Uh, uh, she has gotten some good uh, laurels from this. She was actually really good. You need somebody to be a foil for Bo Borat, and you know that you don't want to go back to the same shtick, which was Borat being an idiot in 
the United States. You don't want to do the same movie, so I, which was the first one. So I think that the fact that she was uh, in this and she was really good, she was kind of, you know, the, the she wanted her daddy's affection and all that sort of stuff, and and was doing whatever he wanted her to do, and it was it, she was great. She I totally bought into her being that character. So she was uh, like the shining light of this. But again, this this is not any Oscar no. uh, worthy material. I mean, this is just a Borat movie with Sasha Baron Cohen. And I was surprised uh, the closing credits. I think it. I can't remember if it was screenplay by or story by, but it was Sasha Baron Cohen and like six other people. And I was like, do we really need that many people to write a Borat movie? That's like the 20 people who write a Beyonce song or whatever, right? I'm like, really? We need that many people to write a pop song? I thought that same thing too. I was like, this movie is an hour and a half long and they had eight writers? I mean, like, was it each person had a scene to write right, like maybe totally. it was like just a bunch of sketch uh, sketches stitched together yeah. uh, you know that uh, to make a movie because uh, that could have been I mean that's the way it felt but um, not nearly as shocking and as stunning as the first one I saw the first one uh, not in the theater uh, for the record uh, but after that when it came out and I watched it on TV or something like that and I thought <laughs> it was funny I again I'm not into the laughing at the banana peel slipping but um, it was fine I think that it was more groundbreaking in those days yeah. than and this one is now so it was more shocking and the funny parts were funnier um but this one was was a good little it was a good little comedy hit i think <laughs> yeah there were definitely some solid laughs yeah i was surprised actually that you laughed uh, a couple of times because again listener we both went into this like so here's how it goes listener this is the this is the pre-production meeting uh, around something that i want to watch do you want to watch this how about we watch this uh, you can watch that. I think I'll read a book. Okay, how about we both watch something we don't want to watch, and then and then we'll be both angry watching it. And so then the result was neither one of us had very good expectations, very high expectations for this. And that's always a good way to go into something because you're either going to have your low expectations met, in which case you're not disappointed, or you're going to be entertained. And then the next thing you know, your expectations has been, have been exceeded. So I think this exceeded our low expectations. Um, and, you know, in, based on that, <laughs> that glowing recommendation. You'd give a one cupcake baby up? One cu- <laughs> I'd give it one cupcake baby up. Yeah, I would. Okay. I was thinking like the the mankini that he oh, usually yeah, wears, yeah. you know, like uh-huh. one of those. Apparently, they had like a huge uh, statue like that or a, an inflatable guy in Toronto floating around that was, you know, like a parade kind of thing. And he was appearing in various places That's awesome. as a promotion of this movie. So uh, I don't, you know, I could I could do that. Like, I'm, what else am I going to do? I could... <laughs> I could walk around our suburban Connecticut town <laughs> oh, with with a sandwich board and a and a mankini on. That'd be awesome. Touting this movie. That'd be awesome. And I'd... Halloween's coming up, so I could wear the mask and. Oh, the... that's right. You could be Borat, and I could be Borat's daughter for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> he put the baby in me <laughs> behind the dumpster. So there's a couple of like scenes like that where it's just like the way I equate it is the Three's Company uh, oh, comedy. Right, totally. Like with the, it's just like. The, the beginning of the episode in Three's Company was always like this misunderstanding. Like somebody over, Don Knotts would overhear the, the you know, Jack Ritter saying something 
and Suzanne Summers would say something else, and then the next thing you know, it was a misunderstanding that unveiled the whole, un- you know, was the whole episode after that. So there was a lot of threes company misunderstanding humor in this. And, you know, if you're into that kind of thing, you're into that kind of thing. I mean, I watched nine hours of the Trailer Park Boys before I watched this, so <laughs> my humor needle is uh, is sensitive today. So you didn't do nothing all day. You watched <laughs> the Trailer Park Boys and drank beer all day. <laughs> in my PJs. Let's put it, let's, you know, let's put a fine point on it. That sounds like a perfect day, actually. This is, can this I, is the Canadian cultural moment right can here. I? Can I have that day? That'd be awesome. You can hang around with me tomorrow and we can do that if you want to. <laughs> all right. In our PJs. Call in sick to your 14 jobs. Yeah. High five. (laughs) (laughs) High five. I did see a meme on Facebook that said the final curse of 2020 is that everybody is going around talking in Borat voices again. And I was like, don't jinx it. There's two months of 2020 right. left. Right. Like, this is not the final curse by any stretch. We, yes, exactly. We got a lot of a lot of time left to go here. Yeah. So I'd, I'd give what this like a B minus. Oh, yeah? Maybe a C plus. Wow. Like right on that line. Like, yeah. like I said, there were definitely some solid laughs. There were a few scenes where I was like, make it stop. It's horrible. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. Know? There's some yeah. awkward moments there for sure. Yeah. Like just the, the cringe, the secondhand embarrassment. Right. You know? but, but I think that that's part of the charm for yeah. this. You know, that's the intention is to make yeah. you as uncomfortable as possible. And yeah, get you totally. That, like get you that uncomfortable laugh. Like mm-hmm. the whole Andy Kaufman thing sometimes is like you're just so uncomfortable. You have no choice but to laugh. Yeah, that's, I know that's what they were going for, but that doesn't mean I have to. Right, right. <laughs> I have to play along. So, yeah, yeah that's what I'd give it. So, uh, would you uh, tune in for a Borat 3? What do you think uh, that would be? I mean, well, we don't know the future, so. Yeah, I mean, if we get another four years of Trump, that might be next year. Who knows? But, <laughs> but otherwise, it might be, you know, 10, 15 years in the future. Borat, the sequel. Yeah, Borat, the threequel. Maybe he's going to be in like one of the Marvel uh, movies. Oh my God, that would be amazing. Borat, what would his superpower be? Taking a ball shot in the mankini. <laughs> ball shots are always funny. Oh, if you're not a man. <laughs> they are always funny. If you're not a man. <laughs> I'm always going to laugh at a ball shot. Oh man. Except if it's on you. I was going to say, now I know the the... <laughs> The true course of your heart. <laughs> right, totally. <laughs> so you used to watch America's Funniest, Funniest Videos and then the dad's serving up the softball <laughs> right, to the totally. two-year-old and the two-year-old swings for the fences and just nails the dad and goes down and you're like laughing. It's always funny. Yeah, I have to leave the room. Uh, listener, please weigh in on whether ball shots are funny by emailing <laughs> us at cocoandults at gmail.com. You can also DM us on Facebook and Twitter at cocoandults. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Pandora, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, TuneIn, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Ghana, if you're in India, mm-hmm. and Amazon Music. We are there now. Please like us, listen to us, share us with all your friends, and please also find us on the interwebs at cocoandults.com for stuff that we review that we don't talk about on the podcast. Believe it or not, there are things that we don't talk about on the podcast. And you can also uh, listen to us where you're currently listening to us. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Wherever that may be. <laughs> Which sort of is important. It's like, wherever you found us, keep finding us there. Totes. Because that's where all the sponsors are. <laughs> if you would like to sponsor us, oh. please email us at cocoandults at gmail.com. We will read uh, some good spots for you. We had a, a spot for ball wash. Ball wash. <laughs> Speaking I, of ball shots. Yeah, I would have I 
knocked that one out of the park. We had a script written for that and everything, and then it never got picked up. No. The option never got picked up. How can you not want to listen to us talk about ball wash? Right. Like, and it was, a, it was a viable product, too. It was a product I probably would have used. It totally is. I never even heard of ball wash. And then I was no. looking at the website, and I was like, wow. It, well, see, so here's the thing. This is a good sign of a product. Is I didn't know I needed that product until I heard about that product. <laughs> and then you were like... <laughs> and I was like, no wonder I'm not getting any action. <laughs> like, soap and water is just not doing it for me. I need lavender fields. <laughs> Like delicate vanilla. <laughs> so next time I'm lying around in my PJs, I'm going to bust out the ball wash. And it'll be like, it'll be like a field of lavender. We're giving all this away for free. Right, right. No, we shouldn't be doing this. No. We should not be doing this. So thanks for tuning in and making it this far, listener, if you dare, <laughs> for another episode of the podcast. I'm not Coco. And I'm not Dogs.